0: You're listening to Starshot, a Cortex Astro Play. I'm Kirby, your host and game moderator, and this is Last Dance, Part 2. Glancing up, uh, which is kind of hard for you to look straight up in your exosuit but you manage it anyways, uh, appears to be some sort of drone flying in the air. Uh, It hovers and flies uh, above, circling around you. Finally out of one of its tiny compartments, a mini gun basically lowers itself out of its um, chassis there and announcing in his voice the drone says, Please provide your Zephyr employee ID number. Am I in the middle of the street? You're basically, uh, I think because you went to go to the directory, you're, like, off to the side. Okay.
1: We're trying to roll to recognize what this drone is, like, what kind of technology that is. Is that, is that okay?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's okay.
1: I, I feel bad doing mental engineer again, because it's like another 10 and 8 roll. I mean, like, mental, mental security,
0: maybe? So, security, scientist, and engineer are probably all relevant here. Keep in mind, you can only ever, like, roll from the same category of stats unless you spend a plot point. You can spend a plot point to grab a second die from the same category. So, because we have so many relevant, if you wanted to, if you have the plot points, you can spend another plot point to grab an extra die that way.
1: Yeah, I, I'm out of plot points. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe, like, mental insecurity to try to try to get a, a read on this, this drone. Okay, yeah, go for it.
2: Me... You got to say it's wild that this drone unfurls its machine gun when asking you to <laughs> <buy in>
1: your <laughs> badge.
0: Yeah. Not after you don't have your badge. <laughs> hey, Zephyr was uh, pretty tight in security. I've set the stakes to 11. Well, I got 8 to 4, so I barely... Barely past that. Okay, yeah. Uh, so what's the question that you're trying to suss out here, like the answer for specifically?
1: I'm trying to figure out like if, if I recognize that, or if I understand this drone is like ancient technology, I can fool, or if this is like cutting-edge military hardware shit that I'm not going to be able to really kind of talk my way through.
0: No, it's it's a 50-year-old piece of technology. Back then, the AI were not advanced enough to get the biroids that we see in our main storyline. Uh, So it's it's pretty rudimentary in thinking. Okay. I just start rattling off numbers. We see it's, like, processing. I think perhaps, like, it has, like, a little LED light uh, that is flickering like a yellow uh, as it processes this. And we actually cut back to our crew in the elevator. As you're, like, two-thirds of the way down, uh, reaching the level, uh, the elevator, which already has, like, lighting... Um, Is illuminated further as two drones, uh, same model, same type, approach and hover uh, just a few feet away from uh, the glass window. It's kind of like, it is an enclosed elevator, it's just glass. And so, same situation here. Uh, Just in your situation, you have two drones asking simultaneously and slightly muffled by the glass.
3: And, and we're stuck
0: in an elevator? You're stuck in an elevator that is uh, a third of the way to his destination.
3: You'd say there would uh, be no authority in Mars.
0: Uh. Admin. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the minigun begins to rev up. Well, so. Uh, he- we are going to enter a action scene. It is slightly okay. more structured, structured. There's no, like, initiative role, per se. Uh, what it is, is basically, um, I'll pick someone to go first, who, whomever makes sense, and then that person picks the next character, whether another player character or NPC. But whatever the case is, that's basically how structured, like, action scenes work, whether it's combat or some sort of intense argument. Uh, so actually, uh, Kimura, if, if you do want to react, since you are like, this is basically your ballpark, uh, I'll pick you to go first. And we are basically going to be alternating scenes between you guys and Hopper as well. So he's a valid pick when you're picking who goes next.
2: Okay, I'm going to spend a plot point on some kind of, i trying to think of something that would actually make sense here.
0: It's not too far-fetched for you guys to have, like, uh, security equipment. And to kind of just give, like, a little backdrop of that, you guys have to compete with other, other mega corporations who are also doing these shady, like, salvaging operations. So Reinhard Goodson uh, cares about his employees and have armed you guys. So if you guys want to have guns, you can. And also just a polite reminder, you do have uh, the resource ability from your ship. Part of that includes tactical support if you wanted to grab dice from that.
2: Okay, I, because I was going to be cheeky and just say, "Oh, I have an EMP grenade," uh, but that seems like a little ridiculous for what. Uh, so uh, let's say I I have a gun. I'm gonna use my gun. I'm gonna aim it at one of these uh, drones. Okay. So anyway, starting to blast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you pull out uh, your. Uh, cannon basically uh and begin blasting uh so because this is a contest you're actually going to be the one rolling first and i'll roll second and we're going to talk about the effect die here in a second what are you rolling oh actually i guess i could tell you about the effect die before you make a decision so the effect die is not something we've played with yet it's introduced in the new edition that we're shifting to uh, so this is a good learning opportunity, uh, but uh, when you're in a contest, how effective you are at doing stuff matters. And so when you make a roll, after you've already like tallied your results, you'll pick a third die uh, that you haven't um, added to the total to be your effect die. It doesn't matter what you rolled on that die, what matters is the size of the die. Uh, and you compare that against, your, um, against the other person you're in a contest with. So if your effect die is like a D8, and their effect die is a D6, you have the bigger effect die, so you are more effective. You still have to be successful, mind you. Which one would be my effect die? You get to pick after you pick your dice for the total. Okay, cool. And if you don't have, like, if for some reason you're rolling and you don't have the third die to roll... Um, Your effect die is automatically assumed to be a D4. So uh, I'll walk you through that a little bit more when we uh, get you through this roll. So yeah, let's talk about that roll. Uh, What are you you rolling? Okay, Uh, so I'll do uh,
2: physical and security. And under security, I have firearms
0: listed there.
2: I can't remember how that applies to the dice roll.
0: It's a specialty, and specialties are always going to be a D6 uh, for our game.
2: Could I not do that? Because I feel like it would be worse for me.
0: I, I mean, if you don't want an extra die, then you don't have to take it. You, okay. If you want, you can tap on your UND War veteran distinction. Your war hero isn't really relevant here because you're already going first in combat. So I wouldn't worry about... You
2: know. Yeah, my, my physical and security are very good, so I feel like adding much onto it would just dilute um, my okay. chances. Well, no. I, I, well, I guess we we get the highest one. Oh, I mean, never mind. That doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, I thought you were perhaps like worried about the more of a chance of rolling a one.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Okay, okay.
0: I'll, I'll I'll
2: do uh, I'll do physical uh security and uh, the veteran one.
0: All right. It looks like you you set uh you set the stakes to 14 uh well actually so you get to pick your dice like it's not necessarily the two highest the two highs are going to be the most common but if you wanted to have a better effect die you might purposely not choose the two highest because it might mean you have a better effect die so you have what two d10s and a d8 here
2: and I, I don't know what the no. opponents nope. like uh nine uh, so okay.
0: that's the kind of change up that happens in contests yeah so yeah cool. you'll have to pick an effect die uh an effect die of a d8 is pretty good uh, it's middling uh but a d10 would be better so you you tell me like which dice do you want to add to your total and then which remaining die do you want to be your effect die
2: well it seems to me i'd like to want to make my main roll high. So I'm thinking I'll use the 9 and 2 for that, and then the 5 is my effect die. I
0: remember um, the sides matter, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so that 5 is a D10, right? So you have a D10 effect die. Like what you actually rolled on the die doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, OK. Right. Okay. OK. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- uh, that's what we will do. OK, so you have a total of 11 and uh, an effect die of 10. Yeah. I have rolled 10 yeah so I have rolled 10 and my effect I was also um, is going to be a d10 um, So what happens here is that you start blasting the glass to this elevator breaks uh, And you're well you're in exosuit so you're not really exposed to the cold Martian air But in any case the glass breaks and you begin to blast at a nearby uh, security drone and when you do so you managed to land a few good hits as it goes, uh, creening, uh, trying to strafe off to the side, trying to also blast away at you guys. Uh, because you were successful, you're going to, uh, apply a complication to it. Um, what kind of complication, uh, basically name the complication that would make the most sense here. But to be clear, it's still going to be up and running. It just has, like, a complication attached to it.
2: I think, uh, could I have it just be spinning, out of control, firing shots everywhere that have an equal chance of hitting us or other drones?
0: That could literally just be the name of the complication is out of control. Uh, and so basically what that means is other players are going to be able to use that die to add to their role. Awesome. So that's going to be a D10 out of control complication. And who do you want to go next? Uh, let's have a Fan go next
4: okay perfect perfect kirby did we did we all start with one plot point yes okay i would like to use that now and create some kind of asset that would allow me to try to take control of the drone that is spinning out of control since that one isn't really aware right now i guess for lack of a better word um because i have a a drone specialty along with my pilot skills. So I was thinking that I could use that.
0: Uh, So go ahead and roll for that. Uh, I think perhaps your asset here is you take out a pad that can remotely connect to a nearby uh, thing, like a drone in our scenario. Uh, Keep in mind, you're also rolling a D10 because uh, you're using as complication against it. Because you say you want to take control of the one that's spinning out of control? Yes. Okay. So you get an extra D10 from that.
4: So i'm gonna be rolling mental my pilot dice which is a d10 and the other D10.
0: this is going to be a high stakes roll high stakes rolls are basically me saying that one side or both sides are going to be taken out uh, upon success um, this is a one-sided high stakes roll so this is high stakes for the drone that's careening out control if you're successful and have a bigger effect die than it uh, then it will be taken out, um, and taken out can mean a number of things. It doesn't necessarily mean destroyed. In our case, it will mean it's going to be under your control.
4: And do I get a, a D6 for the plot point, or is that not a dice?
0: That's from your assets, so that's going to be a D6, yes.
4: A uh, total of 19, 7, and 3 fours.
0: 7 and 3 fours, are you So you're only going to add two of those dice together.
4: Okay, so it's an 11.
0: Okay. And which die are you picking for your effect die? Uh, It should be a die that did not factor into the total.
4: So it's a D10 because I used the D8.
0: They're just going to give in. uh, And basically what that means is that they they get a plot point, which for me just means another D6 to the danger zone. And they get to define their own failure. So I think what happens here is... uh, it's careening tor- uh, towards the wall, and it stops midair, just inches away from smashing into a nearby wall. You have full control over it, uh, because your because your effect die was a d10, right? It's going to be a d10 asset that you can use for the rest of the scene.
4: Hell yeah! Can I use it right now?
0: Right now, you got to pick someone else to go. Ah, okay. Uh, it could be another player or NPC.
4: Let's have Robinson go.
0: Uh, Robson, what are you doing in this tiny elevator that's being about to be blasted into you right now?
3: Uh, so we have one drone that's that's under a fan's control, and then we have one drone that's still really okay.
0: Yeah, that hasn't been hit at all. Okay, that has not been hit at all. Uh, let's see here.
3: Robson just doesn't strike me as the as the necessarily fighting type. Let's see here. The, the I mean, the elevator's still moving, right?
0: The elevator is still moving.
4: Okay.
3: I mean I guess that I would probably be crouching and also trying to take a shot at this thing just because I feel like I should. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that I his bad, while you're here, that yeah. his combat is not necessarily uh, Robinson's best uh best attribute. So uh yeah, I guess I'm gonna go with use my little my little space blaster pistol and, and take a shot at this bad boy. But I will say I would be crouching and like shooting sort of up in the general direction not necessarily in a in a great uh, <laughs> stance okay yeah I think for as far as my attributes that I'm that I would be rolling I would say like physical uh, because I don't think mental or social is really what I'm looking at then security which both of them
0: are not good so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll those okay yeah uh, so those are 2d6 uh keep in mind I think you have like two plot points right? Do you I do mean, have two plot points. Okay, you could be spending a plot point to just... Like, we already established that everyone has guns, but uh, just because you have a gun doesn't mean it's adding to your role. You can spend a plot point to add an asset, which represents the gun that you're actively using anyways, um, as another die.
3: Um, no, I've kind of got some thoughts for my plot points. I'm going to hold on to them. I'm just going to take this pot shot and hope for the best. All right, yeah. Oh, damn, let's go. Eleven.
0: 11 okay uh so <laughs> <laughs> good for you uh so i only rolled a total of six let's fucking go Robinson. <laughs> yeah my effect die was is going to be bigger because you only rolled two dice that means your effect die is d4 by default my effect die was a d10 because it's a higher roll that's going to basically translate to no like complication applied here Uh, So yeah, you begin to fire, uh, and I think what happens here is that you cause the drone to make maneuvers uh, that delays it just open firing on you guys. Yeah, uh, you don't quite hit it except for like one little ping uh, as you uh, glance it, but that said, you beat the total by more than five, which means you get a big damn hero die of a D10. Uh, so hero dice, uh, basically those, you make a roll, and if you're not satisfied with your roll, which the only, the only time you're not going to be satisfied is if you fail, right? right? You can spend a plot point to roll a hero die and add that to your total.
3: So I, I'm imagining that that Robinson basically just did a spray and pray, Sort of just was violently <laughs> shooting at this thing, and maybe I hit like the gun and it moved a little bit, so it had to like recite <laughs> us. So
0: it was just like, yeah, I, I've done nothing but buy us a little bit of time. Who are you picking for the next uh, action? I want to see what all hops up to. Uh, I'm actually going to <laughs> spin a die because I'm tired of getting ignored to <laughs> interrupt. So I can't. Uh, so with this danger zone. Fuck you too, Kirby. Someone <laughs> is this... not
3: yes ending big right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with this danger zone pool, I'm allowed to spin from the pool to interrupt a turn and just let one of my dudes go. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be spending a d6 to let the security drone that you just fired at. Uh... Actually, I'm going to spend a d6 to let the security drone that's, like, hovering by Hopper uh, go uh, before Hopper. Uh, So, Hopper, I'm going to be firing at you. This is... uh, I get to roll first. Uh, So I've rolled a total of 10 with the effect die of a d10. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so what are you rolling uh, as your, like, reaction here? Well, this is not going the way I thought I would uh, in terms of being shot at, so
1: I'm going to roll a physical... Plus a security? Is that how this works? Yeah. I'm trying to dodge out of the fucking way of this of this hail of, of minigun fire.
0: Uh, so one option here if if you want to be ballsy about it, um, is that you can use the lighter Martian gravity, uh, which is at like I think 37 or 38% that of Earth's, uh, to try to like leap away uh to some other form of safety, or maybe jump the rail here on the side of the street and head to uh, like just jump down to a lower level. Or so, what does that look like? Are you just combat rolling into the street, or are you taking one of those options, or something else I haven't thought of?
1: No, so like what what I'm trying to do is like I'm, I'm I you know I look to my left and I see an open doorway to just a building of some kind, kind of not a script office building that's not my target, and I'm just trying to le- leap to the doorways as like as fast as I can on my sixty-five year old body can do
0: okay yeah absolutely so you are going to be making a physical security if you really wanted you could be spending if you have plot points you could be spending a plot point to represent the cover that you're trying to get
1: what do you think plot points grow on trees not how many plot points left okay then i and a six because it's uh... oh that's not a great roll it's a three and a five for
0: an eight uh and i rolled ten total Mm-hmm. What happens here is that I think you make it to that doorway, but it's not all safety for you uh, as your uh, exosuit has not only been punctured, but so has your body. You have uh, a D10 gut shot complication. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good. And so you're starting to like lose um, oxygen, uh, but you have like an advanced suit that kind of like quickly seals that up for you. So you don't have to worry about that so much. It's more of the fact that you just sustained a wound and no one knows where the hell Nunez went, who's the ship's doctor. So you're taking cover. And because I interrupted the order and took control of the action, um, I get to pick who actually goes next. I am going to pick you, Hopper. Uh, so what would you like to do to follow this up?
1: Well, seeing that I'm bleeding out of my gut, probably pretty profusely at this point, and with no doctor anywhere in sight, I'm just going to try to close the door to this place that I'm in.
2: Huh. Maybe <laughs> maybe someone shouldn't have uh, left the
1: group. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I don't, don't want to fix the huh. fucking engine for four hours, you assholes. No, thank <laughs> you.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. You'd rather go get shot in the gut.
0: <laughs> hey, man. It's a living. Okay, I think this is just going to wind up being like a, um, I don't think you need a roll for that. I think uh, we have a shot here where the uh, drone flies back into the frame as it uh, lowers itself down and zooms into like your level, uh, because it has to in order to fire at you, uh, and you close uh, the door. The door's not going to hold long, but it is like somewhat resistant to puncturing because... Well, they had to make sure the whole place was able to sustain, like, damage like that. So you don't think the door is going to hold long, but the bullets are raining in on the door. Uh, So you find yourself uh, in this hallway. The lights, like, flickering on uh, here. And it definitely, like, looks like it was once some sort of cafe. Great. Plenty of corporate
1: espionage with a bunch of McDonald's and Wendy's around here. Cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so who do you pick to go next? I uh, i pick uh you kirby i pick nunez nunez uh i well i don't want to bog down this combat by like covering what nunez is doing uh so if you pick me it's going to be the uh drone that hasn't like actually acted yet
1: you're not going to move as nunez the character correct sneaky sneaky cheeky <laughs> motherfucker all right uh I I to tell kirby so- what to do
5: there's agency
1: over him. I want to hear what Nidia's is up to, but I guess uh, we'll <laughs> no, do uh, a mystery.
0: Uh, a body hasn't gone yet, right? No. A body, yeah. you're
5: up. Uh, I'm gonna shoot
0: them. Nice surprise, okay. surprise. Okay, yeah, great. So go ahead and make a roll. Okay,
5: I'm rolling physical, security, and veteran. Okay, I got a 12, and I will use that d8 as the effect.
0: I just rolled, I'm going to, this isn't the highest uh, result that I could be getting, but uh, I am going to um, get a total of 8 and make my d10 the effect die here. Uh, so basically what that means is that you're going to inflict a complication because you won, but because the loser's effect die was bigger, um, the complication you're inflicting is not going to be a d8, it's going to be instead of a d6, it gets stepped down. Uh, what do you name that complication? Uh, probably riddled with bullets. That's a completely valid complication. So you hit it with a riddle with bullets. I think at this point it is now like trying to fire back um, while trying to dodge bullets as best you can. When you join into the firefight, um, you manage to riddle it a little bit. Um, but I think what happens here, some of the cabling for this elevator. It gets cut. Now there is a second cable here, so it's not like it completely free falls, uh, but basically what I'm building up to is that I'm going to spend my D10 to split the party. So the cable car momentarily goes lopsided as one of the cables uh, gets cut. Now it's still descending, it's not in free fall, like I said, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Commander, you're getting tossed out. Remember me! So I think what happens here uh, is that you land hard um, onto a nearby platform uh, that's several levels above where the elevator is going to be, and you're caught out into the open. The drone is still trying to return fire on you, uh, forcing you to back up and crawl for cover, further distancing you from uh, the rest of the party. Uh, You don't take any actual harm. Uh, the only danger here is that I just spent my D10 to separate you from the group. Uh, so with that said, uh, Abadi, there are... Do we have any kind of
3: as to where he went? Or he's just sort of not here anymore?
0: Uh, yeah, you you can see where, like, he went off to. Okay, so we have,
3: like, a general idea
0: of, like, his direction? Yeah, and, uh, you only have, like, a few seconds of line of sight as the elevator continues to lower. Uh, but you, you have an idea of, like, what level he's on. Okay,
3: and I have an idea of how far he would have fallen. like, and So would I have a reason to think that he died? Okay.
2: Yeah, he just jumped out on a different floor, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he gets uh, knocked onto a different floor, and he took a hard fall, but you can see him, like, scrambling on, uh, up, and that's the last sight you probably see of him. Okay, okay uh, so actually, uh, I think every player has gone, so uh, it's actually this drone's turn. Uh, So uh, this drone turns his attention away from the commander and continues to, like, level it here on the uh, group itself onto the elevator. And so it's going to most poignantly fire at Kimura, I think. He looks the most competent, so he's going to try to fire. Uh, So rolling my dice first, Uh, I have rolled a 12, and actually I'm going to spend a d6 uh, to add another six to that. So it's going to be a total of 18 with an effect die of six. Camaro, what are you doing?
2: I I grab Robinson and use him as human shield now. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Danger Craig Robertson. So I think I want to try to... So I don't know if an asset can be like a change to a feature of the environment, uh, but that's essentially what I want to do is uh, if I need to use a plot point... Uh, so essentially where I look up and I see that there is, you know, this is an old, you know, kind of worn down elevator. It's been here for decades. Uh, and so there's like a worn out panel in the top. And so I want to grab that and jump up into the upper, the like top of the elevator to get out of the way of the gunfire.
0: Yeah, you could do that. I don't think you need to spend a plot point for that. You, you're more than welcome to if you want the extra D6 to help you out here, but...
2: I think I think I won't spend a plot point then. Uh, so, I think I'd be physical, and... I, security is just all... Is that just... Oh, oh uh, okay, actually, no, I could do uh, physical and then commander. And I also have the uh, feature, or whatever it's called, uh, heat of battle decisions which I think applies okay. here. Uh, so...
0: Which of those two dice do you want to total together, and which do you want to be your effect die?
2: I'll total the 6 and 8, and I'll use the 3, which is a D10, for the effect die. Okay.
0: Uh, so 6 and 8 is a 14, uh, which unfortunately will not beat the 18, but... Oh, did I know like it was 18? Big... Yeah, it was 18. Oh, okay, I, I
2: missed that. Can I, can I... Oh, and I'd have to beat it, too. Right? Uh, so... I guess I can't do... So I'm I'm a little confused about, with effect die, like, if I use plot points, could I use plot points right now to just apply all four dice? Because then I wouldn't have an effect die, right? Like, how does that work?
0: Yeah, if you use, like, plot points to add all four dice, you would have to spend two to add two more dice to it. Then you would just have a d4 effect die.
2: Okay, and it... I guess I'm a little confused as to what the main die versus the effect die effect in terms of
0: the combat. You're inflicting complications. You're potentially inflicting a complication uh, that is the size of the effect die that you okay. choose.
2: Okay, Okay. so in the, uh, but yeah. in that case, I think I'm just going to use all my plot points and apply all of the die to my roll, all the dice to my roll.
0: Yeah, what that bring the total to? 21, uh, 21. yeah. I guess it says, it, yeah, okay. We see Kimura as she jumps uh, through this like, worn-out top, you said, right? Uh, to try to get cover. Um, just as the elevator is just a few feet away from reaching its level. Uh, and yeah, you avoid the uh, blast here. I think what happens here is uh, we're going to continue the action scene with a new round. Because uh, that was the last character that needed to go. And I will pick a body who is currently, like, separated from the group. Several floors uh to go next in the action. Okay.
5: And I still have a drone trying to shoot me, right?
0: No. Actually, that drone followed the elevator down. Know, okay. Uh, But you can, like... If you wanted to, you can get to, like, the edge of, like, your level to, like, then look down. It's, like, semi-open. Like, you wouldn't be looking down an elevator shaft necessarily because it's going down, like, this massive cavern wall. Um, so you can see the elevator just like a few floors down.
5: If I can get line of sight on the drone, I will totally shoot it again.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. I
5: got an 8 and a 6. So 14.
0: Oh, and I rolled a 1. You rolled yeah. a 1? My total is a 9. Uh, So you beat it by 5. Uh, So you get a d6 hero die. Ooh. And I am going to buy that one from you. What's the 1 rolled on? Uh, a a d8. d8. So I now have a d8 in my danger zone pool. Okay, who do you? Uh, so, okay, I think what happens here uh, is uh, we're gonna say that this was a high stakes roll. Uh, so, you actually take out that uh, drone as you fi- uh, blast down the pseudo like elevator shaft here. Uh, just as it was about to fire on poor fan here, who is <laughs> feebly trying to spray and pray, um, the drone is uh, absolutely demolished um, in a small explosion. That said, uh, we're still in the action order a little bit, as you need to pick between Hopper uh, and the drone that's still, like, actually trying to seek him out. Uh, well, I'll go with Hopper in that case.
4: Wait, was I was I blasted to hell from that last thing?
0: No. Okay, good. The door actually, like, is going to come down uh, as it keeps pelting away at the door. Um, what are you trying to do to, like, get out of this situation? You find yourself in this coffee shop. Well, oh, first I'm gonna to try to stabilize myself so so I, I brought one
1: of the medical supplies from I, I brought a, uh, a a rapid kind of uh, frontline medical kit with me from the uh, the last song with me before we disembarked so I'd like to try to you know use that to do some subcutaneous uh, healing
0: of my gut shot I'll have to go first and you can make informed decisions based off of that but so this is going to be a six um i also roll two opportunities so when i roll ones it's called an opportunity when you all roll ones it's called hitches um opportunities can be bought with plot points and they basically like no questions asked will lower like any complication that you have by one step per opportunity that you buy so i but i I can't buy them at all because i have no plot points so it's at this point oh yeah that's unfortunate Yeah. so yeah uh then the stakes are set to the low, low score of 6. So I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to try to roll then my mental 10, my medic 6, an additional 6 for that supply from the ship. Is that reasonable? Yeah. That's an 8 and a 2, but I've got a 1 from the other die. Uh, what's the other die? So I've, I've got an 8, 2, and a 1. Yeah,
0: uh, what, what's the size of that 1, though? Oh, sorry, that's a D6. D6? I'm going to buy that from you. Got so it. I'm going to have a D6 in my pool. So, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, what was your total? 10. 10 total oh that's Mm -hmm. successful right yeah you put on like a slap patch um which seals the wound uh pretty quickly i think what this kind of looks like since you're kind of like in your um exosuit which we have established like has limited ability to like seal like uh breaches within the exosuit uh that perhaps um the suit then just like applies uh applies it to like where the wound is and all you have to do is just like issue the order here uh so your complication is actually going to go away burns a little bit uh, as this is going on but the door does like blast down we are now in a high stakes roll between you and the drone uh, as it will be the drone's turn since everyone else is like out of uh action order here uh this drone is I kind of imagine maybe you're kind of like hiding behind a counter as this drone is doing a sweep through this coffee house but it's going to just try to blast its way blindly through the uh, counter I think if it's possible like like I'm trying to move towards a
1: establishment with a kitchen in the back so I'm, like I I may still be behind a counter but I'm trying to I'm trying to get to a place that
0: has a like a back room. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Since we're back into this being like a contest, I'll roll first. And I'm just going to roll two dice, my d6, and my... Uh, I'm going to roll three dice, actually. D6, two d6 and a d8, uh, which is to say I'm not rolling my full pull. I have rolled another opportunity, but you don't have any complications anyways. That's a total of uh, nine with an effect die of uh, d6. Another physical plus security to dodge this one? I think so, yeah. Okay, so another
1: eight, eight and a six. Let's see what shit roll I get here. That's a one and a four, so a four
0: with a complication. What's the one rolled on? On the okay, D8. I'm going to add a D8 to my pool. Cool. And spend it to upgrade my existing D8 to a D10. Uh, but yeah, you get another plot point, and uh, great. I think what happens here uh, as you try to break out, you get taken out. Uh, taken out, again, doesn't necessarily mean you die. Uh, we're going to explore that as we cut away from you uh, to the rest of the team, like recouping. We transition to you all already off the elevator that will no longer like respond to calls um, as telling you that for some reason there's been a breach to the elevator, is not safe to ride anymore uh, which is to say our commander who is a few levels up uh, is not going to be taking the elevator down. So I think we'll perhaps focus on the three that are still together, Fan, Robinson, and Kimura. Uh, and we have a scene where you all ha- have already, like, left the elevator. And, uh, yeah.
4: Are we still in communication with
0: the captain? Um, so long as the uh, commander is, like, hanging by, like, that elevator shaft, then yes. Uh, but it very quickly will break apart um, as the commander or your team is away from it.
2: Oh, commander, go ahead. i uh, just, just telling you I'm fine. Great. Good to hear. I think we, we're, so we're going to have to find another way back up. There's got to be some kind of emergency access pass or something like that. The commander's up there, but he can take care of himself. I think we need to move forward with uh, getting the supplies we need to repair the
4: ship. Hey, Kirby, how big is this drone? Um, I would say
0: they're like the size of an average person's torso.
4: I'm thinking, if it's big enough, can the captain just ride it <laughs> ride it down?
0: I think, like, looking it over, it would be risky, I think. Because uh, the drone's engines... It could slow his fall. It would slow his fall. And on top of, like...
2: And then his legs can slow the rest of his fall.
0: Well, also, on top of uh, the Martian gravity being lighter, um, I think that might be doable, oh, yeah. if you want to try that. Yep.
5: I could also I uh, have a plot point, and I could get a grappling hook, maybe. Or is there, like, a cord that holds the elevator up? Maybe I could slide There's down the... There's,
0: poignantly, just one cord, uh, which is why he got tossed out to begin with. Is because it momentarily, like, lost balance when, when the cords got hit.
4: Can,
2: can we hear each other if we yell out? Can we... So we could communicate uh, with Hopper? Yeah. Or not Hopper, uh, the commander? Uh, I think
0: maybe you all have, like, small voice boxes that can project outside the suits. Um... And, yeah, if, if you're effectively shouting, you can hear each other.
2: Okay. I call out to the commander. It's your, your call if you're up for
3: it. I think we're willing to try it. So, hold on. Are, are, we, are we suggesting that we sacrifice, potentially, the only kind of defense we have against what I can only assume being more droids? I mean, you can, you can access this droid's attack functions, Right. Are we willing to just sacrifice it oh. to let this guy try and like? <laughs> have a little... What you're asking
2: around. is, are we willing to sacrifice our commander for a drone, or a drone for a commander? I'm, I'm not know, saying so that we have
3: to sacrifice them, but I mean, is there like a ladder or something? I'm <laughs> like, just gonna slide
5: down the cord.
3: On Mars, you can basically have like a a, a, a,
5: a
2: little I, drop I down. I really think we should try the drone thing. It's way cooler.
0: <laughs> i'm i'm just gonna slide okay, down yeah. okay so uh great uh <laughs> if you fall, i'll catch you commander i'm gonna go ahead and roll i think any of the roles here be since you're out of combat i think any of the roles here like everyone's trained for like basic move through low low g like terrain so any of these roles should be good Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll, and I'm just going to be rolling, I think, 3d6 out of the pool that I've been amassing. Uh, I have rolled 10. Ooh, I see that one. Yummy. Yeah, I rolled another uh, one. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Then I am going to buy that one from you and use that to improve my uh, d10 and make it a d12.
5: Kill me for sliding down this course.
0: Yeah, so basically, uh, you get a running start and leap. Thanks to the Martian gravity, uh, you clear the 10-foot gap uh, pretty readily. It's grabbing onto the cord and sliding down safely. That's the problem here. You very nearly um, you nearly missed it, uh, but you managed to latch onto it and begin to slide down very rapidly until finally you're on the ground level with, well, most of your crew. Crackling over your comms, you can hear the familiar voice of Nunez. Her voice begins to break apart as she's calling out to you. You hear the words, I repeat, and then static. We're static, alone, static, and then it goes out. It's good to hear. We're alone. Nunez, we do not copy. Can you repeat? The channel begins crackling again and says... Sir static, alone static, and then it, <laughs> the channel goes dead. Well, of course he's alone. I told her not to go off on her own. Commander, That's in cool. all
2: seriousness, I think she might be saying that we're not alone. That sure is spooky. I don't know what we can do about
3: it. Did we Did we get to the, the level that we were hoping yes. to get to? Or did we just sort of have like a... Okay. Oh. So, not alone which makes me think we need to get here and get the fuck out what do you guys think agreed well we,
2: we still need to get those parts right
0: yeah, that's what i mean sorry my, yes. my words are bad in space. <laughs> you know where we're going let's away. go okay great uh we're going to cut away from you and we're going to cut to hopper hopper your vision goes in and out um you mostly just remember your head pounding you see lights overhead Uh, Turning on as you're passing it, turning off as you pass by it, you're moving, just not with your legs or your hands. You can feel just barely because of the exosuit, your back scraping and bumping against uh, clutter on the floor, and you black out. And when you come to, uh, you find yourself in a small room on a small bed. This very much looks like some sort of bedroom. Uh, very utilitarian in design spartan in decoration and a single overhead light your helmet has been removed your exosuit remains on your person and you can uh, suck in a very cold uh, breath of fresh air but you can definitely feel a very distant pain on your person what do you do
1: is this a pressurized environment that I'm in right now? Like with with enough oxygen to breathe for more than a minute?
0: Yeah, it seems like it.
1: I kind of squint at the at the lights, and I call it like you gonna leave me in this room to die, or you're gonna come out and talk to me. I got about four and a half hours left here by my current calculations, unless those chuckle fucks fix the engine.
0: The door slides open, actually, and a person walks in with a tray. She is six foot four dark skin dark eyes warm smile this is not Nunez this is an unfamiliar face wearing basically a red uniform with gold trend and oddly enough uh it reads Zephyr on the back which you very briefly see as she places the tray down on the nearby nightstand you she really rest it's strange that this colony has been dead for 50 years as room service well try to be as accommodating for uh my visitors as i can be it's been it's been a while she sits down uh very carefully uh on the bed next to you eyes flitting over Uh, you can see like her left eye flicker and then glow like a yellow this isn't too unusual a sight back then they used to all have like a retina like implants uh, that allowed them to uh, see the world through like AR lenses basically. Uh, I guess kind of like ultracarbon. And she seems to be doing an examination of uh, your wounds which can't really see through the exosuits so you think she's perhaps somehow getting feedback from the suit itself uh, which is possible with uh, technology from back then and today's stuff.
1: How old old does this person look?
0: Uh, She looks like she's Thirty at best how long have you been awake on this plate
1: in this place
0: she gets up uh, I think her examination is done uh, which you can tell just from the light going out in her eye I think you're gonna be fine I've been here thing in the order of uh, 55 years I'm glad Zephyr has finally uh, decided to work with other corporations in order to retrieve their assets. So
1: I think I got a plot point from you using a, a die against me at some point, right? I, I think yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure down. you
0: have at least one plot point.
1: Can I use that plot point to create an asset based on my hypothesis of what might be going on my, for my hypothesized yeah. action, which may, may or may not be right. Yeah, absolutely. Can I try to, so my, my assets is going to be, is, is going to be an understanding of how like deep, free or like deep cryo freeze works for for like hibernation purpose or whatever the hibernation like technology is mm-hmm. i'm hypothesizing this as someone who has been in stasis longer than they should or longer than they ever planned to is that reasonable okay so can i can i roll then uh mental and engineer for that
0: uh absolutely and i'm going to roll a i think i'm just gonna roll a d12 and then a uh, okay. d6 i roll the whopping five for the stakes Well,
1: maybe I won't get shot in the gut this time. All right, uh, let's see. That is a ten and an
0: eight for a grand total of nine. It's a seven and a two. Okay, yeah, I think your understanding of stasis back then, like it was very rudimentary back then. Uh, today's stasis, it doesn't exactly like preserve you. It's more for like dampening uh g forces. But yeah, the technology back then should not uh, sustain have been able to sustain a person in like a cryogenic like sleep, I think is what you're trying to get at. Um, what's more likely is uh, back then it was very much the fashion to have full-on androids. We have biroids in today's world where they're only like partially covered with skin, but they're very clearly not a human. Public perceptions back then were, Okay with having full on androids. Uh and so either Zephyr was hiding some super advanced cryogenic technology or uh this is an android from that point in time. Uh it it did refer to itself as an asset, it seems.
1: Got it. So what are you doing right now? Just in general. When you walk out of this room, what are you gonna do?
0: Well, I'm going to prepare for departure when you woke up the facility. I did too. I was running an analysis for survivors and found none. Unfortunately, I'm not quite sure what happened, but, uh, I assume that you and your team have been hired by Zephyr limited to, uh, retain any functioning assets. I will make arrangements to have any functioning, uh, Androids and drones, uh, return to your ship. I believe I have it on docking deck three. Yes. And her eyes flickering a little bit uh, as she's processing that information. It seems that this facility has been in a low power mode for uh, the last hour and a half. I estimate we do not have too long. You might want to put that helmet back on.
1: Oh, I will just, just just want to confirm. So my my employer, Zephyr Industries, made sure that we wanted to have our all all of the you know assets take data cores and any kind of information with them as well. Can you confirm to me that that's also on board? The drones and androids are coming with us.
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: Good. Good. Then my then our employers, Zephyr Industries, will be very pleased with this 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 uh, rescue operation.
0: <laughs> uh, Once you roll, as you try to deceive her. Okay,
1: Uh, I could call this a social plus, that's going to be a bad roll for me, social plus engineer, because I'm like I'm 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 trying to lie to her, but in ways that I kind of know how to lie about.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, Um, and they'll make a mental check.
1: Uh, That's a three and a five, it ain't great, but it ain't bad, so it's an eight total.
0: Alright, I rolled a whopping two, plus an opportunity, which is of no use to you, but uh, great, you get a d10 hero die, I believe.
1: That's actually real. I'll
0: take it. (laughs) Yeah, I think she smiles and says, I should be ready in approximately 20 minutes, which gives us another 40 minutes after that to return to your vessel before power is completely out here. I do hope that uh, you would do me the courtesy of informing me as to what happened here. I do not want to risk accessing the logs, uh, to find that out. Uh, I do not want to risk draining too much power.
1: Do, do you mind if I radio to my fellow Zephyr, our, our fellow Zephyr employees first before I tell you the history of this of this uh,
0: accident? Uh, there is a console and she merely gestures to a nearby uh, desk and the uh, computer like lights up.
1: Uh, I, I go over and I, I'm trying to uh, calm to uh, as, best, as best I can uh, let's see to, let's go right to a body.
0: Commander, uh, your channel crackles on, and you hear the familiar voice of Hopper.
1: Commander, you ready for a big payday? Hopper, what the hell are you doing? You know that four-hour limit, uh, time limit before we had to get out of here? Take about three hours off of that. I don't want to. Well, unfortunately, that's the only choice you got. But if you guys can figure that out in an hour, well, you'll be a rich man when we get back to Earth. Okay. Is it the only
3: one that he's talking to?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Harper, where did
1: you go? That's not really of anyone's concern. But there's going to be about a phalanx of important rescue assets in a few... In about 40 minutes. Sorry, about 20 minutes take it back. Back to our ship on docking bay 3. I'll tell the boys to hurry. Tell them to figure out real quick. Great. I'm excited to have a little <laughs> chat with you when this is all over. Well, I'll see you in about 60 minutes, Commander.
0: We actually keep the camera on the Commander... Uh, cutting away from Hopper's scene here. Uh, Commander, you and your team, you find yourselves uh, in the very facility that Robinson was hoping to find a place where you can get repair parts, uh, new energy cores, the whole shebang. And so, uh, over your shoulder in the background, we can see Robinson probably yelling at the others about what parts to take and give. When suddenly your channel, and it seems like it's just yours, uh, begins to uh crackle to life, uh, but you don't hear Nunez's or Hopper's voice. Instead, you have this loud, piercing sound, uh, that causes you to involuntarily wince uh, against the sudden pain, and then the um, and then the channel goes dead again.
5: Oh. I think someone's messing with us again. Let's move quickly. Agreed. Hopper said that it, he said that our time limit has gone down to an hour, but he wouldn't explain what he meant. He also said help was coming to the ship.
3: Wait, 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 wait. You've been talking to Hopper?
5: I have. Son of a gun just radioed me.
3: Did he say where he went? He so he's not. killing us right now. He's. Is spending the same amount of energy that we are. He's the reason that we're going to die here if we don't hurry up.
4: Well, then we better stop talking and get moving.
2: Get the supplies. Let's head back to the ship. Yeah, I, I start helping together. Supplies. What about what about uh, uh, Nunez? Where, where the hell have
5: you
3: been talking to her too?
5: Well, I got a communication from Nunez. It
2: was it was a bit choppy, and currently I'm a bit, a bit worried about Nunez. To be honest with you. We don't have time. It's a, it's up to her to get back to us. She's the one who went
0: AWOL.
3: They've been here. All right. All right. All right. Let's just just grab what I what we've mentioned and let's
0: get out of here. Robinson, why don't you make a role for us? This is more to like represent the danger of uh, part one part luck, uh, just having the right parts here, but then <laughs> also um, finding the right parts in like a good amount of time. Um, so. Yeah, I I think we're going to have, like, an engineering roll from you. And I'm going to basically roll my whole pool of danger zone dice against you and see how that pans out.
5: Oh, uh, I have a thing where I can... Oh, can I I I just, like, um, try to help him out? I also have under pressure and partnered. any of these things help. And, like, basically organizing.
0: Uh, I think under pressure helps. Um, Commander, if you want to loan your commander die... By inspiring, yeah, that that'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so I think so you I have a D ten. Yeah. Okay.
4: So what
3: am I? What am I rolling?
0: Uh, you're getting an extra D ten. Uh, from the commander. You're also getting a D six because you want to use your under pressure. Uh, specialty, uh, and then uh, whichever tribute. I think probably mental and engineering makes the most sense, and then uh, probably ship's mechanic.
3: All right. So I've got three D ten. And a D six and a D eight,
0: three D ten, D sixty eight. That sounds about right. And uh, I've set the stakes to eleven. All right.
3: So it looks like if I'm putting my two best. I also have eleven.
0: Okay, you'll have to spend a plot point if you want to actually be successful, because you'll need to bring that two into your total.
3: Uh. Okay. Yep. I've got. I've got an extra one to spare. Or uh, do that.
0: Okay. Well, I guess not. The two you have a four as well but, four in there yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay uh yeah, great yeah, one, have one point left over that brings your to total of 15 uh so i think you make it in good time so i think we smash cut to the uh group uh basically taking a different ladder up with all the supplies that you're carding uh bringing it to um the entryway we cut away from you to hopper hopper doing a little bit of a time jump here how have you been spending your time did you go straight back to the ship or are you trying to poke around a little bit I'm kind of trying to follow this this uh, Android or kind of
1: kind of shadow her a little bit you know not, not trying to be too intrusive but, but trying to see what uh what she's
0: up to at this point okay I think she is trying to I think from a meta per, uh, perspective she is trying to like suss out like information uh, from you um, and so she tries to approach it, like, very coy, I think. And basically what we're building into is, like, a contest between you two Um, that's assuming that you're trying to, like, control the information that you give her. Yeah. So um, she's actually going to be the challenger here, which means she rolls first. Uh, And then you're going to roll, and we'll work from there. Um, But basically she has uh, 20 d20s so no big deal no uh she's gonna be rolling she's actually uh, i'll actually be spending a d6 for my danger zone to uh, trigger one of her abilities which is almost human uh, for a, a social contest like this um, she will get to step up or double her social uh, which is a d6 by itself so Uh, She's going to step that up to a d8, and then she is. This is very much like a commander type thing, so she's going to be rolling her commander die, so that's 2d8. Jesus. Yeah, and then she has like a third d8 from a distinction. So she's going to be rolling 3d8 here. I think that about covers it. Okay, uh, so she has rolled a total of 9 with the effect die of uh, d8. I guess I'm back to my social plus. Well, what what should the role
1: dive here be, in your opinion?
0: Commander's more of the social role here, so probably. Com- Yikes. It, okay, de- so- it kind of depends on like the approach of like what you're talking about. If you want to like try to angle it elsewhere, I like to try
1: to. I mean, if, she, if she's still fishing for information on the on the cataclysm, I like I I would actually try to describe the.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm sorry. Allow me to be clear. She so she is like trying to learn about the cataclysm. Uh, or at least that's how she opens the statement. Um, yeah. And what you're potentially sensing here is that she wants to learn more about your crew and the ship, and what things are like back on, and what the situation is back on Earth, and stuff like that.
1: So I, I'm going to try to, to like spin a yarn about the cataclysm as far as I'm, you know, been, as far as I know about it, but try to do it in a way that seems like it's contemporary. Tell to tell her this this kind of Martian horror story as if it happened, you know. Six months ago, as opposed to 50 years ago. Or whatever the time, wherever the, the, since she told me how long she's been here, I kind of try to adapt it to that timetable.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, I definitely see that as more of a commander, but uh, yeah. That's fine.
1: Well, okay, so she has nine, I gotta roll. Perfect. That's a six and a four for me. So let's um, see what happens. Yeah,
0: plot points? I'm out of plot points. Okay. If you're like wary of her, keep in mind on that. There is a second page to your character sheet. So it was kind No, of, I know. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I,
1: I didn't think world wary. What I was going to try to do is, is use the, uh, out for myself uh look out for number one thing if i if i was if i had to re-roll but i, I think i would be perfect with this roll anyway so oh, okay yeah it ain't great it ain't great <laughs> okay. i think
0: i'm in a bind here what happens in a tie because you're the defender um you would win she rolled eight. uh she, no, rolled, she rolled nine, nine. <laughs> fuck you... nah, i rolled eight five and three five and i'm three. one i'm one for yeah, one sure. Great. Well, not for you, but for her. Uh, so yeah. I think she like susses out like a lot uh, about your. I think she kind of like subtly steers the conversation, like letting you go on about this Martian horror story and stuff, um, but gets you talking about. Basically, gets you talking about uh, the crew, like how many personnel, what kind of ship you flew here, um, what what's wrong with it. And from a meta perspective, like I, I don't think Hopper like would realize this uh, specifically, but she's clearly like gathering information uh, that you would potentially give like an infiltrator. Um, but yeah, I think you, I think you find yourself. Um, like she's gathered all the stuff, unless you're like pointedly trying to get her to um, take like some sort of detour with you to get like other assets. I think we're going to set the scene at the ship and you've arrived ahead of the rest of the team.
1: So I'm by myself at the ship? Yeah. With her or with,
0: or with nobody, just me? With her. Contrary to what she said earlier, she did not actually bring any drones or other androids. Looks like uh, a fleet of drones and androids is an army of one. I think she smiles and says, you can say that. And then suddenly she lunges forward. All music and art provided for the show was done by Solid, aka James, who can be found in the show notes. If you would like to keep up with the latest Starshot news, follow us on Twitter at StarshotPod. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the stars.